it is happening. It's happening right now. Can anybody tell me what's happening? The happening. The happening? No, God, not that <laughs> Shalomon movie. <laughs> Phoenix Down. Phoenix Down. Everybody knows what Phoenix Down is. It is the Final Fantasy item that really revives people uh, back from the dead, which is what we do here on Phoenix Down Podcast. We are... Um, a few gamers who like to go back and play old games, games we may have missed, games we loved and want to go back to, and we bring new life to them. I always feel like I need to explain our name. But yeah, this is Phoenix Down. This is episode 14.0, and uh, we are back after a week hiatus. Um, played Heavy Rain last time, and uh, this week, next couple weeks... We're going to be playing Castlevania Lords of Shadow. It's a game that came out in 2010, uh, developed by Mercury Steam, uh, with an association with uh, Kojima Productions. Do you know what that association entails? You know, I really don't know. Um, I I really think that they were really just a liaison to Konami. I could be wrong. I have no idea what their relationship was with this whole game. Uh, I know Mercury Steam is a English, I think they're English uh, based. I'm not too sure. Um, In fact, I believe this is the first Castlevania game not to be developed in Japan. I could be wrong. I'm sure there's a lot of Castlevania aficionados out there. Um, I, I like to say that I'm a big Castlevania fan, um, but as I do with all new games, we're going to start with our history with the game and with the series, and as everyone knows, this is a pretty beloved series. been going on since the NES, I believe, back in 1987? I could be wrong with the first Castlevania game. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see here. Uh, I forgot to introduce everybody. Uh, Matt, we have Matt. Yes, we do. And we have a uh, returning guest. Uh, we brought him on for our... Uh, technically, our year anniversary was last week, but we'll go ahead and say it's this week. We got our returning <laughs> returning guest who's helped start up Phoenix Down, Justin. And he's a, he's a fan favorite. Yes, he is a fan favorite. Am I? No, we, we just said that last week, and we don't really know if that's true or not. Oh. You're a fan favorite to me. I like to believe yep. it. Oh, thank you. Thank I'm a you. fan. I've listened to him, so I count. Damn it. Oh. There you go. <laughs> nice. Thank there you. There you go. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Uh, Matt, what's your, your history with Lords of Shadow and Castlevania in general? Uh, well, this will be fairly brief. <laughs> I have always loved the idea of Castlevania. I've not really ever played much Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've spent a good number of hours with Symphony of the Night. Yeah. The end. And, and now we're playing this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my history. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Justin, how about you? Uh, mine's a little bit briefer. Um, I, I don't remember the first one I played. Um, I know I didn't play it long. Uh, I played Lords of Shadow a little bit, found it to be extremely difficult, and quit playing it. And so here I am. Okay. revisiting it because it's a good game but i i just i remember playing it as a kid i don't remember which one i remember i had fun with it but i even then the game was 
pretty difficult. Castlevania games have always been known for their difficulty. And that's why I didn't really play them. Yeah. Um, I have been a huge Castlevania fan ever since I was a little kid. I owned Castlevania 1, 2, and 3 on the NES. Um, Super Castlevania 4. Uh, That one I played a little bit of. That that game was amazing. Um, And then the PS2. One era came out. Uh, I even played the N64 one, which was horrible. <laughs> um, uh, but I, I, I've been a huge fan of them. In fact, I really like the ones on the 3 or not the 3DS, but the DS. Yeah. Um, those were great. Portrait of Ruin is one of my favorite Castlevania games. Um, but yeah, Lords of Shadow, I, I actually reviewed this game for ZTGD uh, back in the day. In fact, it it was the first. I want to say it was the very first retail game, like disc based game, that I actually got for review. It was whenever I first started at ZTGD, and I was so excited because I, you know, I love Castlevania and this new Lords of Shadow. You know, they've been teasing it for a long time and showing trailers off and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I can't wait for this game. Uh, but there was a lot of um, criticism with the game. Because they were like, oh, it's turning into God of War. Everybody com- everybody compared it to God of War. And I I hate when things get compared to God of War. <laughs> I hate it with a passion. You know, oh, Dante's Inferno is like is, is a God of War clone. Castlevania Lords of Shadow is a God of War clone. Shut the hell up. <laughs> the, the thing is, everybody goes back to that formula... The thing they forget is there was a game that came out before God of War that that started that formula. It was a little game called Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. So God of War is a clone of Devil May Cry. How do you like that, God of War bitches? Yeah, suck on that. Exactly. <laughs> so I hate that shit. Um, Castlevania has always been a huge um, series for me. I've always loved them. I got a quick question. I've never played any of the other 3D ones. What about the PS2 era? The PS2 era. Um, there was at least a pair of them, right? Yes, there was two. There was Lament of Innocence and God, if you hadn't asked me. Um, I can't remember the other one. Son <laughs> Curse of, of Darkness? Curse of Darkness, oh. I believe. Uh-huh. That, that's I've it. always wanted to play those two. Are they good, bad, they, middle of the road? They're about middle of the road. They're not necessarily the worst games. Uh, that was when they started, like, when Castlevania kind of fell off. Um, they were like, ah, you know, it's not the same as it used to be. You know, it kind of peaked with with uh, Symphony of the Night, and then they went into the 3D stuff, and they're like, ah. transition. But they're not bad. They're just not amazing, you know. You can't, it, it's hard to beat Symphony of the Night, you know. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Mercury Steam has done a perfect job with this game. I mean, don't get me wrong, it still has some flaws. Um. But yeah, uh, so uh, does anybody really know the lore of Castlevania? Dracula? (laughs) There's a a vampire? Yeah, there are vampires. Um, uh, And Belmonts. Belmonts, there you go. Um, Even an Alucard. Yeah, Alucard. Um, It's it's hard to explain. This is a very long lineage. In fact, every Castlevania game ties into each other. It It is... they, they have tried to keep a story, you know, a coherent story throughout, even to the PS2 era. And it all revolves around, obviously, Dracula and this family of vampire hunters named the Belmonts. 
um, you know, Simon Belmont was the first Castlevania, uh, and Trevor Belmont was in uh, Castlevania two, I believe. Trevor. <laughs> no, Trevor was in three. Um, and they they've went through the line, um, and every few years, I can't remember how many years it is exactly, Dracula gets resurrected. And um, it is for the Belmonts to kill him through, down through the line, through the family. Uh, and it even uh, passes on to uh, uh, the Morris family. If anybody's ever read Bram Stoker's Dracula, mm-hmm. uh, there's a character actually in Portrait of Ruin. You play as uh, Jonathan Morris, who I believe is the grandson of... Uh, the Morris that was in Bramstrog. What was his name? It's been years. Yeah, uh, it, I think he's the grandson of the guy from Bramstrog's Dracula. Um, and he takes up the legendary whip called the Vampire Killer. So yeah, um, there's a huge lineage. And um, I will get into uh Lords of Shadow, like the, the how it ties into all of it, probably the last episode after the big ending and all that stuff. But for all intents and purposes, this is supposedly the beginning of the Belmonts. Mm. Uh, you play as a character named Gabriel Belmont. Um, he is a orphan. Um, he he he. Nobody knows who his real parents are. He was dropped off at. A church when he was a baby and he was taken in by the clergy and um, Gabriel is sent to investigate an occurrence because um, the the order this holy order believes that there's some type of curse or something is going on that is blocking their communication with God and they believe that there are these three beings called the Lords of Shadow are somehow behind this barrier or this curse that is keeping them from absolution with God. So they send um, two knights from the Holy Order to um, investigate and uh, take out the Lords of Shadow. One of them being Gabriel Belmont. Um, and the game starts off pretty simple enough. This seems like a, um, a, a town is under siege of uh, lichens. Werewolves for people who don't know what a lichen is. <laughs> you got to be certain out there. <coughs> but um, and that's where you, you begin the game. Uh, it pretty straightforward. It's basically like a tutorial level. Um what, what did you guys feel in this like this opening part? Uh, feel like as in how I thought it played? A little bit of both. Yeah. How, how did you like Gabriel's entrance? Trying to think back that far. I know it's <laughs> only been a couple weeks, but I've come so far since then. <laughs> uh, epic? I don't know. I don't remember, honestly, his entrance. <laughs> So, um, I don't know. To me, it just, I don't know, felt like another entrance. Yeah. 
I thought my my first impression was wow this game looks kind of sharp. <laughs> yes. Uh, with you know because I think it's raining in that first scene. Yeah. And uh, you know it's kind of at night and basically I I think the art style is pretty good so far in the game. Yeah. You know they 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 take a lot of time to set up some like distance shots. Maybe not necessarily. I, I won't compare it to God of War. <laughs> But, you know, they try and set a, a sense of scale a little bit. Yeah. Where you, and not even scale so much as you see things off in the, in the in the background, like there's castles and, you know, the villages in the background and the camera, like in, right in that first scene, the camera zooms up onto the werewolf as it's like climbing over a rock. And I thought that stuff was cool. And I thought it was interesting as, as I played over these first nine or ten hours that it, it, I wouldn't say it's a very cinematic game in a, in like a top down sense. But at any given moment, there are nice cinematic views and vistas. Yeah. And and they take some time to highlight things within the game, even though overall, it doesn't seem like the goal was to tell a story. You know that that that's going back to it again. This is this will be the um technically the playthrough two and a half, I guess. I beat the game whenever I first reviewed it. And then I played half of it again, um, and then now I'm playing it through it again. So um, going through it this time, I noticed that I, there's not many cutscenes. There's not many. Yeah. There's not a lot of talking going on. Right. Um, in fact, most of the story is told through the beginning. Those little book pages. The, the book, load screen. The load screens. Yeah. With yeah. with um, good old Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Um, who plays uh, a uh, another knight of the Holy Order, uh, Zolbeck? Even though I think Sean Connery, every time I see that the character model, <laughs> yeah, he, he, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. I was like, That's Sean Connery, but Patrick Stewart. Yeah, it's really mess crossing my wires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, most of the story is told through those pages and Patrick Stewart narrating it. Um, it which I find that interesting, you know. Because it always seems to load before it gets done talking. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. let me just wait. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But um, this. It, it, but I mean, it's not really pivotal. No, it, I. No. In my in my opinion, so far, this is a very gamey game. Yeah. Yeah. The way it's broken up into levels and sections, uh, just the the number of moves you have, the the kind of de-emphasis on storytelling. Yeah. Maybe not overall story, but storytelling. Uh, it just feels like a very gamey game. Not that that's good or bad. That's just my sense of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on a little bit. Um, so uh, Gabriel is his first war business is trying to find this thing called the Oblivion Lake. Um, he, he's hoping to uh, be able to get some answers from uh, his dead wife. Yeah, well, we—he's—he's he's hoping to possibly resurrect her. Right. Well, I uh, thought she had answers too. I thought she—I uh, thought he said that she was—he thought she was trying to tell him something. Yeah, he—she—she she died. Um, I think it was like two days before, or something like that. It Are was there a lot of resurrections in the Castlevania universe other than Dracula and vampires? Um, because in general, people trying to resurrect their dead lovers doesn't always doesn't usually turn out that well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> no, not in Castlevania. Um, just just Dracula. And it's always dumb humans who who resurrect him, and then he kills them, and. Then well, that's a that's a fine. How do you do? Oh, that's hey, how thanks for resurrecting yeah. me. Nope, you're dead. That's how it is. I was brought to back by humans who wish to pay me tribute. But anyway, um, uh, yeah. So um, he's looking for the Oblivion Lake. He he he's hoping to get some answers from uh, his his dead wife, who he believes is trying to communicate with him. He's uh, constantly having dreams and nightmares about her. And um, he has to go through um, this forest and swamp to get to the Oblivion Lake. Um, hunting path, uh, he, he, but along the way, during the hunting path, uh, he gets attacked by some very large lichens. And um, he receives some help from a um, Russian horse. A magical horsey. Yeah, a magical Russian horse. Um, Russian? Yeah, he has a Russian accent. Oh. I totally <laughs> didn't see or uh, hear that. Interesting. Yeah. Nah, this is a joke. Um, I mean, he does have a Russian accent. But anyway, uh, come to find out this guy is, is Pan. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has the ability to transform into different things. He's very magical. Very magical. Yeah. He made a labyrinth one time. Um... <laughs> Forget that joke is horrible. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, uh, he 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 receives some aid from Pan. Um, going through the hunting path, uh, we start to and, and what I really loved about this game was um, the variety of enemies that you come across, and how it has its own like page in the. Forgive me if I butcher the name of this bestiary. Is that how you pronounce that? Yes. So that's well, what I've always called it, but I've been listening to an audiobook today where they call it Bestiary. Bestiary? But hmm. that sounds dumb to me because it's a book about beasts, so it yeah. should be a bestiary. Right. I'm just going to call it the bestiary. Yeah, me too. Uh, um, and, it, you know, there's this huge, like, catalog of enemies. Every time you kill one, it, it, it goes and it makes a page for it. I thought it was every time you encounter one. No, you have to kill it. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because what depends. I noticed if it's is... if it's a boss fight, it'll pop up. Right. But if you if it's just a regular enemy, you have to kill it before it pops up. Okay. Um. But what's really cool is you can you know go through these pages and it will actually show you what they're weak against and uh, it gives you like a description of them. And a lot of the tale is 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 told through these. Through the book, like basically, this entire game is like reading a book. Like the the, the title screen is a book cover, which looks like the book from that last game we played. Near, <laughs> yeah, it's near. like near. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit! The grimoire, grimoire yeah. vice. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one doesn't talk. Um, <laughs> it does have a face though? It does yes. have a face. Maybe it chooses not to talk. Well, you, you'll notice. You, you will know what that face is. Uh, come later on in the game. Uh, but yeah, um, I guess I should read that the the the, the pages about these monsters because I totally didn't do any of it. I never read anything about them. Yeah, definitely give that a read. And they have like read they have like uh, articles and stuff on all the characters and their backgrounds and things like that. 
but yeah, the B series is really nice because like, you know, what hurts a vampire? Well, it will show you, you know, the dagger, all oh, the dagger doesn't do much to it. Oh, holy water hurts a lot, you know, stuff like that. So it's, it's actually really cool how they, how they break all that stuff down and, and it works and, and they gameplay sense too. But as far as like going through this hunting path was pretty easy. Uh, the dead bog. The only thing to mention the dead bog is um, walking through the swamp. You have to worry about these arms grabbing you and pulling you under. Yeah, I had a bone to pick in the dead bog. Okay, what's what's the bone? <laughs> this killed me because it happened so early in the game, and I just got so frustrated. Because there's a part where these guys are running at you, and you have to like cut off a grenade, and then throw a grenade at a tree. Right. And, like, oh yeah. Knock down the tree. Yeah. yeah. But I don't. The way I was doing because so the way they do the quick time event is you know you get the 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 circle is getting smaller and smaller and smaller, and then you have to hit your button once it's inside the other circle. Yeah. So I was doing that, but I kept hitting. O, and because of that, or I, I don't know why, but he was never ever cutting off that grenade. So basically, what I was doing was picking these uh, goblins or whatever up, and like igniting a grenade on them, and then setting them back down, and they would run away and explode. <laughs> and I I must have tried this fifty times. I'm like I I can't get them to launch themselves at this tree. <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, what the? And then, like, the description it gives, just, all it says is, like, throw a grenade at the tree. I'm like, yeah, I got that. Thanks. How do I do it? <laughs> I didn't know if I had to switch to a grenade, if that, like, because this was so early in the game, I didn't know if that was one of the options. Like, you've got daggers or grenades. Yeah. Seems like an odd arsenal choice, daggers and grenades, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know this game yet. It's still early. Uh, yeah, but that just pissed me off. And even when I looked it up, I looked up how to do it in the fact, and they just said, yeah, just throw a grenade at the tree. And I'm like, not helpful whatsoever. <laughs> See, apparently, now, I, I didn't realize that I had to use a specific button during the quick time event in order to cut the grenade off of him. Nowhere was I told that, as far as yeah, I know. Because, I mean, throughout the whole rest of the game so far, you can press any of the face buttons and it will do that event. Yeah, yeah whatever you want. And for right. some reason, I hit O like 50 times because that's just, I don't know, because it was two circles on the screen, so I hit the circle button. <laughs> And then, you know, and then I find out I was supposed to be hitting X, and I don't know, it pissed me off. Well, you know, you know, why don't you just wait until one of them throws a grenade at you, and then hit R2, and he yeah. throws it automatically. That I knew to do also, but I feel like in that section, they were not ever throwing them at me, they were just charging me. Huh. Hmm. Because that's what I tried to do after a while, I'm like, alright, well, I'll just wait for them to throw one, and they never did. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway. Yeah, well. So, yeah. And the thing with the with the swamp too is you don't just run through it like in some games. It, you know, it slows you down. You 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 move slowly in that swamp, and there's creatures that grab you if yeah. you go into the circle or whatever they make the bubbles or whatever. The bubbles. <laughs> and if you stay in there too long, you sink and die. Yes, you do. Um, and there's some parts that are poisonous too. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, I should mention I started this game on hard. Difficulty, um, which means if <laughs> if you fall to your quote unquote death, you don't um, start back at the edge with a little bit of health left. You fucking start from last checkpoint. 
Mm. Every time, wow. Every time. Um, needless to say, I made it to chapter three and said, fuck that noise. And went back to normal. Even so. on normal? I, I played it on easy, because that's when I, I started playing this game on normal back then. And I'm like, eh, that's too... Sh- too 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 uh, too hard. Trust me, yeah. I've I've died multiple times. It's still hard on easy. On on <laughs> on normal, so. Yeah, it's... I'm playing on normal, and I've I've had some trouble. Although I feel like I'm having less trouble the farther we go. Oh yeah, you become just fucking like this crazy powerhouse. I must not be doing something right because I think a game is getting tougher. <laughs> well, uh, are you parrying? No, I'm not. I don't think I've ever period. Yeah, you I'm know, doing a lot of diving on the ground and rolling out of the way. No, yeah. you block. You know, if you if you block right before a hit hits you. Yeah, but it's kind of hard to tell who's going to hit you when, especially when you're surrounded by you know enemies. Because when you parry an attack, uh, not only does it bring your focus up really high, but the next few hits are going to do lots of damage. Yep. Mm. Um. In fact, there's a there's another option that I'd like to talk about. I actually turned on the numbers that pop up whenever you hit somebody. Oh, I didn't know you can have that as an yeah. option. Yeah, the hit points. Hmm. It shows how many hit points you're taking off of a guy. Uh, and I also set it to how many hit points I'm healing myself. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you can do that in the options. Um, but yeah, um, well, let's, let's, let's get this on, on the way. we still got a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, so we meet up with Pan at his um, his little temple, and he he gives us some more information. Basically, tells us about the Lords of Shadow, um, and he also says, "I hate to tell you this, but your wife probably can't help you." And Gabriel's like, "Whatever," and so he he you know he's not necessarily stubborn, but uh, Pan Pan is more frightened for Gabriel than anything. Because he, he says, you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. We're talking about resurrection here. So, um, but Pan does steer him in the correct direction of where he needs to go. And he goes to the Oblivion Lake. And here is where we get our first really big boss fight. Colossal, even. Yeah. With shadows. Um, and there's the, the first big boss fight is, um, this gigantic ice golem or ice colossus. I don't, Titan, there you go. Yeah, they call him an ice Titan. (laughs) There you go, the ice Titan. Um, and this fight plays out a lot like Shadow of the Colossus, where you have to climb onto it and hit these multiple weak spots until it dies. Now, I forgot how frustrating this game can be and got knocked off of that fucker m- multiple times. Yep, me too. And said, fuck this. <laughs> and came back to it the next day. Um, so, uh, yeah, you have to fight this guy. It's, it's actually a really epic fight. And I remember the first time I ever played it, I was like, man, this is fucking awesome. Because it, it, another thing I love about this game is the soundtrack because it's fucking epic. Yes, the soundtrack is very good. And um, it's it, it was like the perfect like combination of soundtrack and exactly what you're doing and the graphics at the time were amazing. Which I still have to say the graphics are amazing now, um, but not 
character models, it's hard to explain. Yeah, yeah the environments do look a lot better than the characters. When you're playing the game, it looks awesome. Like, especially the whip animations. Some of those whip animations are freaking awesome. Like, I love the buzzsaw he does. Like, there's a, there's a movie you can buy. I think it's called The Buzzsaw. I can't remember. It might be called The Ground Saw. But, it's in, it, so, but yeah, that's beside the point. So, we, we this is when we first meet Zolbeck. Zolbeck is the other uh, knight from the Holy Order who came um, to aid Gabriel. Um, we get a little bit more information. We also, um, Gabriel gets to speak to his dead wife for a few seconds. She's saying that there's uh, people around her telling her things, but she can't understand what they're saying. And so he's he, he's he gets one one more reason to be desperate, I guess. And um, Zolbeck and Gabriel decide we need to split up and take out the Lords of Shadow. Um, Gabriel decides to go toward the land of the Lycans. And Zolbeck goes toward the land of the vampires. There is also one other Lord of Shadow who is the the Dark Necromancer. Uh, so um, we we start, you know, since everything is told through, I guess, Zolbeck's eyes. He's he's he seems to be knowing everything about Gabriel. Whenever we're getting these loading screens. Yeah, he's the one narrating it. We start to see that Zolbeck didn't necessarily go to the the land of the vampires. Well, that would explain why there were so many vampires left when we got there. Yeah, well, yeah but I mean, he he even says that in the in the loading screen, some of the loading screens, where he's he decided to follow Gabriel to, I guess, protect him, just in case you know something bad happens. So we go through uh, a couple other things. Go through a forest and uh, underground cave. That was the first one where the first time I got fucking lost, which has happened a few times in this game. Yep. Including, especially even now, which kind of blows my mind. I was like, man, I can't really remember this. I was like, no, I remember this, and I remember it being a bitch, and it's still <laughs> a bitch. I don't really remember getting lost anywhere. I got lost in those caves. You know, trying to figure out, like, it, it was, fuck, what was it? It was like, you, you had to get keys or something like that to open a door, and you had to get multiple keys, and I couldn't find the last fucking key to save my life. Mm. So, but yeah, it the, the caves, you know, and there, there's mounts that you can you can ride and stuff like that, like, like fucking werewolves and spiders. spiders and Once you, you tame them. Yeah, you have to tame them. And then when you get done, you break their neck. Yep. <laughs> and jump off of them. Um, and there's also uh, another thing. Um, the, the way this game handles, um, I guess, the RPG elements would be the, the, the light and dark magic that Gabriel obtains. And he obtains it relatively early in the game. Because if, yeah. you, if you didn't, you'd fucking lose. Uh the light magic, you can switch to light magic to heal himself. So every time he has light magic on and he hits an enemy, he heals himself. Uh, dark energy 
when he has it on, when he hits an enemy, it does more damage. And uh, they also alternate his uh, special weapons, which I should go ahead and mention his special weapons are uh, silver daggers, uh, these little fairies, like distraction fairies, mm-hmm. um, holy water, vials of holy water, and um, the, the, the purple crystal. I can't remember what it's called. The dark crystal, I think. Also an excellent movie. Yeah, another <laughs> another nice 80s movie. Um, and the, the Dark Crystal uh, is kind of like a kill everything on the fucking screen move. Um, featuring a very scary woman with some very large tits. Yeah. <laughs> Those, that always, like, I'm, like, every time that cutscene happens, like, okay, show the tits. There they are. So it's um, but yeah. So they try to keep a little more Castlevania feel to it with the sub weapons, like the dagger and the holy water and stuff like that. Um, it, it feels it feels like a Castlevania game at heart, but it's far from any Castlevania game I've ever played. Um, and there's a lot of emphasis on platforming. Um, oh, you mean like Uncharted? Yeah, kind of like Uncharted. <laughs> it's it's got this game ripped off everything, didn't it? <laughs> um, so yeah, um, God, it's hard to go go through this. I'm trying. The, to make... the one thing I hate about the platforming is this: when I'm like on a ledge, and you can see the little blue glowing point that you're supposed to whip to. Yeah. I hate the fact that if I try to jump and then whip, that point will often disappear while I'm in the air, and then I will fall to my death. <laughs> Even though that point is there, and I'm jumping to get closer to it, it's like, since I've started, like I'm no longer standing where it wants me to stand. As soon as I jump, that point disappears. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It, it didn't really annoy me, but it, it made me think that those points were made by the enemies in this game that steal all your stuff and then run away and smack their ass. <laughs> the chupacabras. Uh, yeah, the chupacabras. Fucking, oh, God, I hate those it's fuckers. so annoying. I and hate it, them. Ha- it happens like five times in the game. <sighs> there's more, trust me. There's more. It's so fucking annoying. So, I'm just, I'm, like, I'm trying to imagine how to handle this. Like, let, let's just think of cutscenes and, and story beats. Um... There's a part where Gabriel runs into a young girl, um, a very acrobatic girl, who can do all sorts of flips and things like that. She also doesn't have to speak to talk to Gabriel. She uses the gift, as she calls it. And um, she has... Is it sad that I just thought that was a cover for not wanting to lip sync? Could have been. (laughs) She's using the gift so we don't have to animate her mouth. (laughs) Could have been. There's budget constraints. So, let's see here. She has a guardian that her father constructed. Uh, it's an animated, gigantic thing of armor. Um, and she, and it basically, it's, apparently she is like immortal. She's been alive for years upon years upon years. Uh, and she decides to help Gabriel. 
um, she reads his mind and is very disturbed as to what Gabriel has seen. Uh, and Gabriel doesn't know why she is disturbed by it. That, that, that's another thing we should mention. Um, she decides to help Gabriel. Uh, we have to uh, take out the last remaining Titan uh, that was created long, long ago. And it's like a stone Titan, which plays out a lot like the Ice Titan. Mm-hmm. Except for you, actually. Because it's the, wasn't the uh, Ice Titan, uh, like half of its body was below the uh, the ice, right? Yeah. 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 So this time, you got a, you got a picture of the whole Titan. Yeah, this thing's freaking huge. Yeah. Um... And it plays out like the the Shadow of the Colossus fights. Um, and there's a lot more to do in this one. Like yeah, you start by launching those rocks. meteors back at him, basically. Yeah. Which I didn't know until like 10 minutes into the fight, because this Titan didn't do anything for that long. I'm like, well, what do I do? And she's like, well, don't get too close. I'm like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> and then, yeah. and then you know, he started hurling those, uh, those rocks, and I... You know, because it, it was glowing where you can grapple it. And I hit the grapple button, and it still hit me. I'm yeah. like, screw that mess. <laughs> and it seemed like I had to point the directional pad. You know, I had to point in that direction and then hit the uh, the uh, grapple button for for me to connect with it, which is odd. So Yeah, you're supposed to, like, whip around the stick, right? Yeah, after you weird. grapple it, yeah, you move the directional pad in a circle to launch it right back at the Titan. But before that, it's like I had to move the directional pad in the direction of the rock, then hit the grapple button to catch it. Huh. It was weird. I, I should mention, are you playing on 360, Justin? I am. Okay. Uh, Matt's playing on PS3, and I'm playing on the 360 version as well. Um, yeah, that fight was kind of annoying. I fell off a few times on that one, too. In fact, I died a few times. I was still playing on hard at that point. Uh, yeah, it was right after that fight when I turned it to normal. <laughs> um, but yeah, after that, uh, we move on. Um, and uh, we get a cutscene where um, Gabriel and I can't remember the girl's name, but uh, they're sleeping for the night. Gabriel has a bad dream. Of uh, him stabbing his own wife, um, and then him turning around wearing this weird mask. Yeah, that's right. Um, he wakes up, and uh, I think Pan's there. Yeah, Pan's there, and uh, tells him he needs to go now. And uh, he said, I'd never hurt the girl. And he walks over there and, oh, look, she's been stabbed. And yep. dead. So, it's... <laughs> yeah, her, her guardian knight. Not not too happy about that. No. Ew. That's the first thing that happens. He's, like, he's looking over her body and all of a sudden he sees that like the knight behind him. He's like, oh, shit. And it grabs him and throws him onto this arena. And, oh, guess what? It's time to fight the, the knight. Yeah, that, another reason this game feels very gamey is every time you're having a boss fight, you can tell based on the layout of the arena. <laughs> yeah. Like, you walk into a giant circle, oh, there's going to be a boss fight. Yeah. Yep. So, um, uh, this fight, you know, truth be told, I haven't had any trouble with boss fights. 
Um, I, I have conditioned myself since I played this game a few times to parry as much as I can. Um, that way, I keep my focus up, and it every time I hit an enemy with my focus all the way up, I get the element orbs and just keep filling up my light magic. So, um, but after killing that guy or the 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 knight, um, we. Uh, gain a new power in fact it's one of those gabriel didn't want the power but it came to him it was like it attached to him and it was the uh, the, the the power gauntlet or the dark gauntlet i can't remember what it was called but it's a gauntlet and it's used for a few puzzle solving things as well as a nice uh addition to your arsenal which grows pretty big yeah most certainly does. Um, I should also mention you get experience points. Every time you kill an enemy or you solve a puzzle, you gain experience points. You can spend those experience points on uh, obtaining new skills. And there's a shit ton of them. So I've intentionally not spent a lot of money on that yet. I haven't really bought anything. Okay. I was just kind of waiting to see what types of things would be more useful? Like, am I going to use the magic more? Is it all going to be basic attacks? You know, maybe there's a way to upgrade how many silver daggers I can hold. I wasn't sure which aspect of the, the combat system I would use the most, so I wanted to wait and see before I was upgrading anything. Um, I will go ahead and say you do not use experience points to increase the number of items you can hold. Experience points only uh, unlock new skills as in like new combos or new special uh, uh, attacks that you can use like um uh, because you you have uh, the boots the, the fast running boots there's skills that you can use with that and it's all for combat well then I up how did I get more daggers I started with five I got ten now um, there, there is unlocks that you can get. In fact, have you guys ran into any areas where it says you don't have the ability to reach this yeah. yet? Come yep. back later. There's often those blue boxes. Yes, yeah. those are your. You can carry more shit. They oh. also, they also have health increases and magic increases. Well, what the fuck do I need to get to those? Things double later. Jump. Things later on. Ah, double oh, jump. Okay. Yes, yeah, very good. That's that's what I need. Double jump. Um, there's there's a few like whenever you get the boots and you can crash through walls, you can go back to some levels that have that. I thought that was just with the dark power. No, you have to have the boots. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But now it just okay. But um, speaking of boots. But uh, I think uh, do you are you asking which direction you should go in terms of upgrading magic or? Yeah, uh, have you guys found any that are super useful that are like useful for the whole game? I, I think that just upgrading your uh, combo, you know, your uh, your uh, basic attacks, your advanced attacks is the way to go. I don't really use magic all that much. So anything you can do with, you know, your, what is it called? Your chain, whatever. The combat cross? Yeah, combat cross. Just upgrading your combos and stuff with that I think is the most useful. Yeah. Which I should mention throughout this trek, uh, Gabriel is upgrading his combat cross as well. With new abilities. With with new abilities and new yeah. add-ons, like the ability to you know, with the, the uh, what Matt had a problem with the uh, 
what the fuck? I can't think of it. Grappling hook. Jesus. Yeah. So, that was a struggle. He gets a grappling hook um, on the end of the combat cross whip. Uh, he gets a um, silver stake addition that goes to the bottom of it. Um, he gets uh, the chain was now barbed. Oh, yeah. So he can cut through uh, certain objects. Which, you know, I had a hard time distinguishing between the, the objects you can cut through or just use your magic to punch out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that annoyed me a little bit. Because I wasted magic. I'm like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And I forgot I had the that power with the barbed wire and all that. And like, shit. So. So, um, let's see here. Um, yeah, so we're deep into the land of the lichens. Um, which I should mention, he he goes through a um, a village uh, that had been attacked by the lichens. Everybody in the village is like, uh, it's one of those scenes where he walks through this desolate town and there's people there and they're all looking through their windows and then close the windows really fast, shuddering in them. Yeah, um, I thought that was the vampires. Is it the vampires? I think so. I could be fucking wrong, so... Yeah, I think that scene... In yeah, particular is that's, the that's with the vampires, yeah. Because when you first see that vampire castle, you can see the village before, you know, in the foreground. Exactly, yep. So, it's, um... We just go to the Lycans and we just we, we fight the, the boss there. I don't think he had a lieutenant. No. Like the vampires did. Right, no, yeah. I don't think so. The dark, the dark Lord of the Lycans. Yeah, was that was that Bronner or was that the Vampire Lieutenant? That was the Vampire. Okay. I can't. I help. do like when you see these enemies for the first time when they do that zoom in to kind of show them off to you because th- those character models look awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the enemy models, there's blood running down their face and. The uh, the vampires in this game are fucking creepy. Yeah. Yeah. They're fucking weird looking. Yeah, these are not well-dressed gentlemen who happen to suck blood. <laughs> yeah. No, no. They got gigantic wings and like, like pink looking bo- bone pokers coming yeah. out their back. Yeah. It's like a, they look almost like a spider with wings. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's um but yeah, it's it's the, the the character models as far as the enemies go is pretty fucking creepy. Yeah. Um well, let's see here. Um, we fight the 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 vampire lord. Um, no, that werewolf. Werewolf yeah. lord. Excuse me. Um, the werewolf lord before the fight uh, makes another revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that the lords of shadow um, were originally the people who started the holy order that Gabriel works for. They were the founding members. And they got into the good graces of God so much that God basically took their souls up to heaven. And what they are, the Lords of Shadow are, is basically their evil, all the evil that was inside of them. And it turned them into monsters. Because basically the balance is... Is, is is tilted toward the evil, so they become this evil monster. So there's a good version and a bad version. Exactly. And the, the big revelation is is that the Lords of Shadow 
if you kill one that's on earth, they also die in heaven. Boom, it is just like the Dark Crystal. Bam. <laughs> so, um, Gabriel doesn't believe him, I don't think, but then... I think he believes him. Yeah, I mean, he, he, I know he says he's li- you're lying about this. But then right, but I think at the end, I think he ultimately... Yeah. I don't know, I could be wrong, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know what's going through Gabriel's head. Gabriel is a very quiet man. Yeah. He's got a Scottish accent, which is badass. Well, you know, I don't know if any of you guys watched the television show. No, I, I didn't know there was a television show. No. Yeah, me no, either. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a television show called Once Upon a Time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that one's pretty fa- fantastic, actually. Um, yeah, the, the man who plays Rumpelstiltskin is Gabriel Robert Carlyle? Bel- no yes. shit. Yes, it is Robert Carlyle. Yes, that is Gabriel Belmont. Huh. huh. Well, now that you mention that, I can see that. Okay, yeah. right on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so we kill the, uh, the Lycan Lord, um, we receive another upgrade to our body, an upgrade he didn't want. Moon boots. Yes, moon boots. Moon boots Anderson. Uh, he, uh, and it lets him run really fast, and it gives him another, more powers and stuff like that for combat. Uh, You can jump further. Yes, it allows him to jump further. In fact... There's been multiple gaps that I couldn't jump, and I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing wrong?" Oh, right, right. I forgot. I got the moon boots. <laughs> right. I mean, it, it it introduces them like you forget you have the power, and then they bring up something so often to make you remember that. But it's yeah. ultimately what I found out is it's too little, too late. Like, yeah. oh, I missed that jump. Oh shit, I died. Okay, now I know how to use that. So <laughs> exactly. Well, so. it's also kind of interesting in this game because sometimes. You know, there's a set distance that you can jump or move, but when it wants you to, and you just hit the jump button, automatically you jump twice as far. Like, there's a couple parts where you're jumping from, like, basically floating island to floating island. I, th- I think before you get these boots, I think it's really early in the game. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, and like, normally that's not a jump you could make, but when you're at that edge in that specific part, your jumps just go further. And... To and, make it easier for you to get there, I don't know. And there's also some ledges he can grab a hold of, and some ledges apparently he can't grab a hold of. Yeah, only the glowing ones. Yeah, only the glowing right. ones. So, <laughs> I'm glad they make some of that stuff glowing because otherwise I wouldn't have found it. Yep. Um, I wish that they would do something to the effect of waiting like a minute and a half or two and a half or whatever. So that if you found it, you could feel smart about finding it. But then if you can't, then it would start reflecting the light or whatever it does to indicate that it's grabbable. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm okay with what it does now. Right. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I feel smart just playing through this fucking game. Because, man, this game, you have to be highly dexterous. (laughs) Because this game uses every fucking button. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Even clicking down on the two sticks. Yes. So, um, after beating the uh, the Lycan Lord, uh, I believe we meet back up with uh, with Zolbeck for a minute. Because he he uh, yeah, because we're we're off to vampire world. the vampire world and Zolbeck joined you. Yeah, Zolbeck's like, hey, where you been? Where you where the fuck you been? <laughs> what about the crow? That Is that. that- 
that's on the way. Okay. I believe. Um, which we can we can mention that too. The, this whole chapter, which is only two parts. Yeah, that was a short little chapter. You're gonna see more short chapters like that, and they, Good, that chapter two was oh yeah hell. yeah that was long. I yeah. would say it took me a full two and a half hours to beat that chapter, and then I'm like, all right, there's twelve chapters, so we're looking at like thirty plus hours. No, no, not at all. Good. Um, but the, you'll start to notice that this game could have easily been ten hours. But they decided to extend it by adding these small ass fucking chapters and having boss fights that have no bearing on the story whatsoever. Yeah. Because you have two boss fights in chapter four uh, from the mountain fortress. Uh, you fight this gigantic, like. Oh, troll kind of. Troll, gold. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think I think that would bother me more in other games because I just I just don't get a story vibe out of this game. Yeah. Like to me, the boss fights are the most fun part of this game. That's that's what's always been true about Castlevania, is the boss fights. Um, and they have some epic boss fights in this game. Yeah. Man, um, yeah, we fight the, the troll in the mountain pass. We go up to this tower. We climb a gigantic tower just to fight the crow witch, which is like this weird bird fucking thing that throws eggs at you. And you know, out of all the boss fights so far, that was the most annoying, I think. That one was actually pretty easy for me. It was easy, but it was annoying. Because I hated those little... She kept spawning those yeah. baby bird things. Yeah. And they wouldn't die. <laughs> no. It's like, I mean, I'm killing the shit out of these things, and they're just not dying. I, I just ignored them. I just yeah. paid attention to Mama Bird. But we kill her. Oh, I should mention the one... You rip her thing. face off. Yeah, you rip her face yeah. off. <laughs> He's fucking brutal. Yeah. <laughs> she fall, falls off the tower to yep. her death. Splat. Um, but uh, the, the the thing I should mention is um, when we killed the Lycan Lord, we received a small piece of what looks like a mask. Yes. Yeah. That mask. That mask. <laughs> um, and Gabriel keeps it. So, um... Yeah, but anyway, uh, after that, we're back on track. We meet up with Zolbeck. Zolbeck actually follows us for the for pretty much most of the rest of the this next chapter. Um, basically, what we're doing is uh, before we can go and take on the vampires um, or take on the vampire lord, um, we must um, get obtain this new item, the item that um, this abbot has been holding. Um, he's the abbot of the, the village just right below the castle. Uh, he's been holding it in his, um, I guess, tower uh, for a few years. And just let his town die instead of protecting him. Yeah. Selfish bastard. Um, so we have to go it's through. time for some justice. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we get him. Um, it's we, we go through this, you know, we have to go through the village and we go through... Um, uh, you know, courtyard, and then through the the tower itself, or we go through the sewers because we can't figure out how to get in. And we go through the tower itself, and then we finally reach the abbot. Um, the only thing I will mention is that courtyard thing with Zolbeck. Um, the one part with the ghouls where you had to pull the uh, plug the holes, plug the holes, and then with him holding the portal thing. Oh yeah. That was kind of annoying. Yeah. 
That was another thing that was annoying just because I wasn't sure what to do and I kept trying to do the punch maneuver from behind those stone towers to knock it over. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently you have to stand <clears> in front of it and then pull it down from the front, not push it down from the back. Yeah. Yep. Well, the guy gives Zolbeck something to do. So. <laughs> um, yeah, he's with us for some of it. Um, not a great fighter. No, I mean, he distracts a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah he, he, he'll hit a couple of them and he's like, come here. But he doesn't ever hurt them. No, <laughs> no. Um, and, you know, during this part, I just spammed my holy water. I was like, fuck it. We ain't got the holy water yet. I thought we did. No. I didn't think so. What the hell did I spam then? Probably spam fairies. No. Ah, oh, fuck it. I don't remember. Daggers. Sure. It was something. Okay, yeah. whatever. My bad. Um, <clears throat> duh. Duh. I'm stupid. Sorry. We're on our way to get the holy water. <laughs> right, right. God, duh. Whew. What a day. It's been a long day. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, we finally reached the abbot. We get another cutscene showing um, basically the abbot's there, and he's like, it's mine. Leave me alone. Nah. He's almost like Gollum. Yeah, he, yeah it's precious. Um, and we take it and we leave. He gets a tongue lashing from Gabriel, though. Yeah, he's like, "You've you've left your you've left people, innocent people, to die. You don't deserve to have this, and we need it for the greater good." And the greater good. And and as um as they're walking out, I mean, like, as soon as they remove it, here come the vampires. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, really? That's all it took? Well, shit, yeah. And they, I mean, they, and they tore him up. Well, you know, at the time, after you know, after that, I didn't know what the hell he was holding. Yep. I didn't know what they took from him. And then it turns out to be holy water. A vial of holy water. I'm like, and I'm with you on that, Drew. I'm like, really? They're that afraid? I mean, just can't you just like bombard them? You know, one from the front distracts, and the other one just bites his head off or something. I mean, come on, it's holy water. I know it's your weakness. But there's ways around it. You know, the, the funny thing is, is that um, he has that one vial. Um, once we use that one vial, we get to find a shitload of it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, you know, and there's another one of your gamey aspects. Yeah. And, you know, holy water, if you throw it, it it, it spreads out pretty far. And it, it freezes those vampires good. And you can just cut them down. Oh, yeah. yeah. It stuns the shit out of them. Yeah. Uh, but it works a lot like how holy water works in older Castlevania games. I thought you were going to say in real life. No, it's, and in <laughs> real life. Exactly the way holy water works in real life. Yeah, every time I throw holy water down, it explodes in this circular flame and engulfs everything. And all the vampires get stunned. Yeah, and only only people who are holy doesn't doesn't get hurt. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it's but holy water is possibly. But aside from the dark crystal, the best weapon in the game, um, well, yep. for certain enemies, right? Yeah. Well, only vampires. Yeah, vampires and other and the un- ghouls and undead. Stuff, right? I should say. Oh, I never used it on the ghouls. The ghouls, I think, were were more susceptible to uh, the fairies. Uh, wait, I, I thought they just distracted anybody. It's, not everyone. It, it, not everyone, but it, it it will distract most monsters, but. Um, the fairies don't just distract them. Um, it distracts them, but depending on if they're weak to fairies, when you hit them while they're distracted, it does multiple damages. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So that, trust me, like my first playthrough of this game, I didn't use the secondary items at all. This time around, I, I never have fairies on me because I'm fucking spamming them every time. Yeah, I feel like that's the only one I don't use that much. Trust, yeah. dude, start using them, dude. The um, only one I found that I haven't used, I don't use it once because uh, there's a certain enemy which we'll get to, I guess, uh, that it just pissed me the fuck off, and I didn't know what the crystal did. I guess I didn't pay attention until I read the fact, and uh, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm just gonna do this, and damn, damn. <laughs> yeah, that thing kills everything on screen. Yeah. So uh, I'll probably end up using that a lot more. Yeah. Um, oh, and finding those for the first time, by the way, can suck it. <laughs> yeah, that part was really annoying. Who was it? It was me and you talking about it, Justin. I was yeah. like, I know I talked about it with somebody. I found every one of them except the first fucking mm-hmm. one. Yeah, me yep. too. Because I had to go read. That was the first time I went through the facts. I'm like, where the fuck is this last one? And in the facts, it was the first one. And the camera didn't pan out far enough to where I yeah. could see it. Yeah. I'm like, fuck that, man. I, I, I that was annoying as shit. I will say one of the hardest enemies in this game is the fucking camera. Yep. It, it, it yep. will fight you to the bitter end. Yep. <laughs> Just like, damn it. Static and you have no cameras. control over it. Yep, yep, static camera. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it really fucks up your movement, too, especially when it changes perspective. Yeah, the, yeah. That devil may cry shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you're awkwardly holding down to go up. And you're like, well, yeah. if I if I move my finger at all, it's going to rearrange the controls. And yeah. then my down is going to be down and I'm going to fall <laughs> off this ledge or whatever. Yeah. There's been so many times I'm walking left and I'm holding right. Yeah. Right, I'm yeah. just like, fuck it, just keep doing it. Uh, I ah. can't even do that. I have to let go of the button, uh, the stick, as soon as that happens so I can right myself. That's just awkward. Yeah. I, I find myself walking in angles, too. Yeah. A lot because of that, like it's hunk, a, like uh, getting all up and close and personal with walls because of it too. I'm like, this is just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but yeah, so um, let's see here. Um, after we get the holy water, uh, we go back in the town. The town's under siege. Uh, we actually run into a little kid, uh, and the kid says that they've requested Gabriel come back to town, and Gabriel goes back town's on fire we fight brawner which is the uh the vampire lieutenant um this yeah i mean was there anything special about this fight i don't think so not really it wasn't that bad yeah i got into about a little bit less than half health and then used the dark crystal and said well i'm gonna call that a day (laughs) (laughs) and so that's, that's exactly what i did why didn't you just start off using the Dark Crystal then? It doesn't automatically kill bosses. Oh, okay. It, it hurts them a lot. And I was like, that should be good enough. And sure enough, it was. Right on. Um, let's see here. After that, we uh, we go to the ta- we'll go to the castle. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to imagine um, going through the castle or going to the castle. I should say there's there's a lot of stuff we have to go through. What chapter are we on? Um, start of six. Start of six. six. Okay. It's right after it's right after Bronner, so it's it's part seven of the six. We go to the sewers. This is where we run into the toxic fog stuff. 
Yeah, they're piping that bog directly oh. into the castle sewers. Yeah. Yeah, and I I totally, totally missed the first lever. Oh, the one that turned off the water? Yeah, totally missed it. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> I totally missed it. I have no idea because it's right there. I'm like, well, how the fuck did I miss that? I somehow had this memorized because I was like, okay, hit that. Okay, run over there, hit that. Yep, yep. Okay, we're good. And I got out of there within 10 minutes. But in, in, in that aspect, it introduced a new enemy. And these guys are fucking annoying. <sighs> these guys uh, are skeleton warriors. really yep. annoying, yeah. Um, they have shields, um, so they can block. But you got to defeat first before you can really defeat the skeleton. Yeah, uh, they gang up on you. <laughs> they have a charge move that it can't be blocked. They have a tornado move too. They have a tornado move. Yeah, that one's kind of annoying. Um, and when you kill them, they're not dead. Nope, you got to finish them off with the strong move. Yeah, you got to um. Just hold down X, and he does the you know hard hit. Um, uh, but yeah, it's fucking annoying, especially when you got like three of them, which yeah. I will talk about a little later. Yeah, I think I know the part you're gonna talk about. Fucking hell, <laughs> that fucking shit. The yeah. Very end of the chapter. It, was it this chapter? Where yeah, I. You, you have to open a door, and there's three of them in this small corridor. No, know. it's it's in it's the it's uh, r- either right before the maze garden. Yeah, it's it's right before the maze garden. It's at the castle courtyard. You go through this like small little sewer grate to get to the maze garden. It's the very end of the chapter. Um, and there's a small corridor. And there's one of those where you have to stab the the combat cross, move it, stab the combat cross, move it to open a door. Mm-hmm. You have to do this four times. And there's three of those fucking skeletons. Oh, that's in there. where we first see them. That's the first time we encounter them. No, we can we encounter them before that. Are we still in the sewers? Um, no. We're, we're, oh. We we leave the sewers and go into the courtyard, but then go back into the sewers and then go right up a stairs, and it takes us to the maze. Hmm, I don't know. I don't remember that. But anyway, it's it's right there at the end. So that that fucking part right there pissed me the hell off. I did Is that, that the t- part with uh, one of those armored folk too. No, that's okay. No, I know which part you're talking about. <sighs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 part right there pissed me the sh- fuck off. In fact, what I did was, um, since I had died like three or four times right there, I just um. I knew exactly what to do. I fucking like booked it with the boots, ran really fast, <laughs> and opened up that door before they could fully animate, and then just walked up there and finished the chapter. I was like, well, that was easy. Hmm. I was like, fuck the experience points. I don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> that was so fucking annoying. So, yeah, uh, after that, we go in, we actually start making our way into the castle itself. Um,. There's the hedge maze, which when I first played the game, I remember it being very difficult because I was lost. Yeah, this was the closest I came to getting lost. But I guess because I played it before, 
I kind of knew where to go. I didn't get lost much. But I will have to say, even though they're easy to kill, those little plant things are fucking annoying. Yeah. The ones that, like, soul-suck your life out of you? Yeah. Yeah. Those fucking things are so fucking... Because there's so many of them. And they just keep coming. And I was like, God, I'm so sick of fighting you idiots. I stopped fighting them after a point. I'm like, nope, I don't care. Don't need it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we'll make it through there. Um, and then we, we make it to the, the, I guess it's the dining hall where, um, the, the butcher, Mm. he feeds the ghouls. Oh yeah. Uh, rings a bell. And, uh, after leaving out what what looks like human body parts, ghouls come out and start eating it. And Gabriel knows that he has to get a key from the, uh, the butcher. Yeah. This fight. Not taking place in a giant open circle. Yeah. No. It's a weirdly small little area to have a boss fight, yeah. I thought. It's, um, but yeah, the, the, right before the butcher fight, though, uh, you, you guys did catch the little Metal Gear reference, right? Uh, no. The little what? Metal Gear reference. I don't you, think so. You got, wow, you really? Yeah. So, you know, whenever you solve the puzzle where, you throw a leg down on the plate and then ring the bell and the ghouls come out. Yeah. And then you have to whip yourself into where the ghouls come out. Right. The uh-huh. camera pans upward and you're walking like you're walking through the air ducts in Metal Gear. Oh. oh. Yeah, I saw that, but you also I didn't d- recognize d- that it was a Metal Gear reference. But you didn't hear the No. I'm dead serious. Huh. It plays. It's very huh. faint, but you can hear it. <laughs> I didn't play. To be fair, I didn't play this game with the sound. I, tu- I turned the sound most of the way down. Yeah. Now you can actually hear that little, you know, the game over Metal Gear thing. Hmm. Yeah. Intriguing. So uh, that was his contribution to this game. Yeah, it may have been. That may, <laughs> that may very well have been the entire contribution. Thanks, Kojima. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the butcher fight. Um. It, it was difficult. Um, I died a few times. Uh, I mean that, and he, uh, you had he went over a couple times to get like I guess well, I don't know what he was eating, but he, he picks up something to eat and he regains health. But you got to go over there and you know knock it out of his hands or something. I just kept spamming the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, and eventually, unfortunately, I did, I kept doing that even after he put his pot helmet on. Yeah. And I don't know. And it looks so fucking comical whenever he did that. I think this game has been, you know, serious throughout the entire thing. And then this yeah. big, ugly, dumbass chef puts on a pot right. for a helmet. <laughs> and he just looks so dumb. Uh, but yeah. It, yeah it reminded it, me a bit of Junior, or whatever his name was, from Heavenly. Oh, yeah, that Sorry. guy. Oh, man. I forgot about that guy. <laughs> Um. So uh, yeah, we did uh, beat him. It, it was. I mean, it, these fights. I should. I, I'm kind of skipping over them a little bit, but these fights are not easy. Like, but they're not overly difficult. Yeah, I, I thought the boss fights were very well done in terms of their difficulty. Yeah. Now, uh, when you get to a certain point, like uh, I know some boss fights have. Uh, 
like cutscenes in between, like you get the boss down so far in health, then there's a cutscene. Mm-hmm. If you die after that, does it go back to that cutscene? Yeah, usually, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you don't have to do the whole fight over again. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because I died right whenever he put the pot helmet on. Me too. And then he, we were back to him just putting the pot helmet on. Okay. Um. So yeah, they. they I, I even. I think I even mentioned in the review it had a almost perfect checkpoint system. Which I kind of take yeah. that back now. <laughs> um, I guess back in 2010, it was an almost perfect one. I would still say it's better than average. Yeah, they do a pretty good job with the with the uh, checkpoints and stuff in this game. <laughs> and then after that, um, the the last thing we'll talk about is the um, the chess game. Oh, oh yeah. God. With uh, with this little vampire girl, who um, you know, she's like, I want you to play with me. And he's like, I don't want to play. I don't have time for your game. She's like, I'm not going to tell you where mother is. And so <laughs> you sound dead on, man. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's uh, she she wants you to play this little chess game with her. Um, it's kind of like chess, except it uses vampires, lichens necromancers and zombies depending on what you do uh, I made a lot of zombies I did too or skeletons whatever they are um, but they don't hurt the vampires at least I don't think they do <laughs> that would explain why 20 hits later I'm like oh I can't kill this one freaking vampire yeah um, <laughs> I did uh, did anybody lose no no nope. I I, uh, I didn't lose either um, I think if you lose, it just starts over. Right. Yeah. Because it's a puzzle. Yeah. So I mean, which I should I should mention, we can solve the puzzles anytime we want to. Right. If you well, it gives you, you find the, the scroll. Right. Well, I mean that's easy to find though. They're typically like just a few feet from the actual puzzle. Yeah. So, but I mean, there's really no solution to this. It's just kind of dumb luck. Yeah. It's um. Because you got to spin to see which monster you can move. Yeah. There's a bit of strategy involved in it, but it was. I don't think I don't understand the point of it. I don't. I don't, I don't think it should have been in the game. To be completely honest, <laughs> I I thought it was a nice change of pace. To be honest with you, really? Yeah. Uh, if there had been more strategy in it, I would have. Eh. But just being random, it felt pointless. Yeah. I guess. I just um. No, no, I, it, it wasn't very difficult. It took me like ten minutes. So I was like, eh, hey, whatever. So, um, but yeah, um, after that, she, I guess, she shows you the hidden passage to where Mother is, and that's the end of the chapter. And that's where we're stopping. Why is everybody silent? <laughs> oh, I mean. I don't know. So, uh, have, have any of you guys played any more of this since then? Yeah, I mean, I thought we were going through Chapter 7, seven. So, so I beat Chapter 7. So you're, you've beat Chapter 7. Yeah. Um, well, from where you guys are now, how do you, how do you feel about this game? Uh, I like it. Yeah? Uh, there's a, some annoying parts that we've mentioned, and some stuff I felt wasn't necessary, but uh, it's tough as shit. 
I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, even on easy, I, I I don't find it very easy in some parts. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the platforming, I think, is done pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I haven't had any problems with that. Oh, and I'll tell you this: the one enemy that pissed me off, and I thought we were gonna touch on it because I don't know if it pissed you guys off. I don't know what the fuck they're called, but um. Oh wait, never mind. I think that's chapter seven. So I'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can go ahead and just... What do they do? Uh, well, they dodge everything you throw at them. And, you know, they're quick. So they dodge, and then they poke you with their sword. Oh, no, we fought those. We fought oh, those at, we? The, at the crow, right before the crow. Did we? Yeah. They're like I didn't little, think they were that annoying when I first fought them, then. They're like I didn't those... Have any uh, they're like, were hoods, right? Yeah. They look kind of like Grim Reapers. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll mention this uh, when we go to the uh, the land of the uh, necromancers we will run into the enemies that are just like that except when they hit you once you die oh screw that <laughs> screw that man. and they send like there's one part where they send like 50 of them at you at one time but they die in one hit too oh well. wow wow you know we didn't talk about how hard all the uh, the light puzzles were oh god <laughs> I didn't think they were very hard no I was just joking. It, it was ridiculously easy, I thought. The, yeah. the puzzles in this game are... They're not hard. They're not difficult, but we're going to run into one that is annoying as fuck. I know what to do, but it's like it doesn't want you to fucking make it work. Interesting. What chapter is that in? Uh, it's right after we take on the Vampire Lord. Okay, so I'm not there yet. Yeah. it's ugh, God, that fucking puzzle. It isn't a puzzle. I know exactly what to do. It's just you're not fucking working. You you will know which puzzle I'm talking about when you get to it. Um, it has to do with blood. Mm. So um, but yeah, the, as far as how I feel about the game, it, going back to it after playing it uh, a couple years back, it, I remember there being more story. That, that, I mean, that's that's the honest truth. Um, yeah. Because I, I'll put it this way, I the ending to this game blew me away when I first saw it. I thought it was freaking amazing. Um. And I, I for some reason I had more memories of it leading up to like craziness, but it so far I haven't seen much. I mean, we have our goal. We have to kill three Lords of Shadow, um, and we're on our way to kill them. That's that's what I've got so far out of it. it, it and it kind of hints too that uh, he's starting to like really go down a dark path. Or yeah, wait, did they allude to that? Because if they didn't, I feel shitty. Well, I mean, he he's getting these. Um, you know, he's inheriting these these powers like the the boots and the the gauntlet and stuff like that. And he doesn't want them, you know. Right. right. Um, and he—he's—he's he's obviously a very tragic character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's it's strange going back to it now. Uh, I th- I still think this is a great game. I think it plays very well. Um, but it, as far as story goes, I thought it was told a little bit better. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that, that was my first impression. That's how I still feel right now. Is that it is gamey. 
that's good, good or bad. Would take it as you will. I, I'm enjoying it. I I like the the way that it's broken up into chapters and levels, so that even if I only sit down and just beat one little section, I feel like I've accomplished something. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's, <laughs> that's pretty much all of uh, of what we played. Um, we'll be back next week uh, with um. With more Castlevania Lord of Shadow, I think we're going to divide this up into uh, three episodes. So next week we'll cover seven, eight, nine? And ten. Oh, and ten. Yeah, okay. we'll, go, we'll go through ten. And then the last two chapters, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that, and then we'll talk about that ending. Because there's a, there's a fairly large discussion I want to, to point out after we talk about the ending. Um. I, I did a little bit of research. In fact, I even talked to uh, one of the developers of the game on it because I had a question about it, and he was very kind and and, and informed me on a few things. Uh, but yeah, um, that's pretty much it. We'll go through our whole spiel of... You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, I am at DML Fury. Justin is at Killer Wolverine. Uh, and Matt is at REMGS. Uh, you can check us out on both iTunes as well as ZTGD.com. You can check out our reviews there. Um, a bunch of videos. I made a bunch of videos this week. You can check out those um, and any other old Phoenix Down episodes. I appreciate everybody listening. Please, if you would, send us an iTunes review. Uh, we greatly appreciate it, and it helps us out. It gets our name out there. Has other people uh, listening to us. You can also send me an email, Drew at ztgd.com. You can suggest games for us to play on Phoenix Down, uh, and you can also just give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Um, that's pretty much it. I'm gonna pimp out new stuff going on Friday nights. Okay, go ahead. News and burst. It's a new little video feature we're doing. Me and John W. Yeah. Doing the news video Friday nights. So check that out. It's fun. When does when does he usually try to post those on the site? I know he didn't get it up on the site till Saturday. Okay. But so. it goes up on the YouTube site. Uh, I think John. I don't know. That was a clusterfuck between those. What those two decided <laughs> to do. Yeah. Um, but I I know it goes up. It 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 gets recorded live. Um, at the Newsburst channel, I think is what John made it. So. So it's on YouTube right then and there, right when we push record. Yeah, it's it's also on um, ZTGD Original Programs. That's the name of the channel on YouTube. Right, uh, well, and it should be up Saturdays. Yeah, so you can definitely check that out. We uh, do a little rundown of the news. He has a, they have a special guest on uh, each show. I was the first special guest. Yes, the so, inaugural. Yep. Yes. I'm always the guinea pig. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna um, record everybody in uh, a women's panties and uh, with a, a spinny uh, beanie top hat. Yeah, um, you're up first, Drew. Drew, Drew won't you won't you go first? <laughs> All right. It'll, it, it might not be a long lived show. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, maybe just one episode. Yeah, I don't think that really worked out. We didn't get many views on that one. <laughs> Funny, because I think that would get a lot of views. This is very true. Oh, yeah, God. I see you'd be the only one doing it. Fuck that. I would not do that. <laughs> Screw that mess. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but that's pretty much it for us. I appreciate everybody listening. Um, I'm uh, Drew. And I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And we're out of here. We'll catch you guys next week with part two of Castlevania Lords of Shadow.